Welcome to the Mindset Over Matter podcast. I'm your specialist, Nikki Morton, and I'm so happy you're here. Real quick, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. You see, this is a place for you to come and learn, to be encouraged, to grow through anything that life throws your way from a place of power. Here, we talk all things goal-getting, mindset, sustainability, and wellness. I'll take you through tried-and-true processes, step-by-step plans, and personal testimonials so that you can choose your mindset over matter to live your best life possible. I cannot wait to grow with you. Let's jump in. Hey, and welcome to today's episode of the Mindset Over Matter podcast. I am your host, Nikki Morton, and if you are sitting here thinking about your self-talk and you're wondering why is she going to tell a story about it, I can't wait. I just have to share this story with you because of the fact that right as I'm recording this was a moment I just corrected myself of terrible self-talk, and so I just need to share this story. Sometimes when I'm recording a podcast, I really want to bring the best message possible and I want to share and give the most value that I can. But at the same time, I also know that I have my moments where I ramble. I have my moments where I stumble over my words and I have my moments where I let the fear of what others might interpret get in the way of me sharing the impact that I want to share. And when I get in these moments and I have my stumbles, I always pause and sometimes I'll be like, oh, Nikki, that was not good. That was so dumb. You didn't say that right at all. What are you even trying to say? And I caught myself just now doing that out loud. And I said, Nikki, no, no, we're not going to do that right now. You are trying your best. And I started kind of talking to my ego in that moment and be like, you're literally the effort that this conscious version of me is making to try and make an impact is doing so much more than the scared version in my head that's trying to tell me that I'm dumb for messing up my words when I'm actually trying to make an impact. And I just caught myself in that funny moment of self-talk and self-coaching being like, hey, you tell your clients this all the time, Nikki, that everything gets recorded into the brain as a filing cabinet in your subconscious as truth. Everything that you tell your subconscious it believes is truth. So when you say you're an idiot, when you say you're dumb, when you say, why are you even trying? You're not good enough to do this. You're not good enough. You're not as good at communicating as you think you are. Whatever it is in the moment when you beat yourself up, gets recorded in your brain is truth. And when you say it enough times, it starts to really believe it and starts to identify with that. So your behavior changes, your emotions change, your insecurities start getting louder and louder and louder every time that you do that. And if you're sitting here listening to this right now and you have had this moment or you do this, I dare you to stop, coach yourself right in the moment and say, no, ego, fear, fear of judgment, self-criticism, self-limiting beliefs. No, not today. You can be there. I see you, but I'm not going to listen to that. One of my favorite quotes is by Mark Manson. It says, you know, bravery is not the absence of fear. Bravery is feeling the fear, the doubt, the insecurities, and then deciding that something else is more important. And in that moment, I caught myself in that self-talk, in that self-criticism, and in doubting 
my abilities and said, no, Nikki, no, we aren't doing that anymore. I will not be that criticism. I really strive my best to just be understanding and give myself like some empathy and understanding because for the longest time in my life and probably the experiences in which I was like the most insecure, I found myself trying to criticize and guilt myself and shame myself for the parts that made me the most authentic, vulnerable version of myself. I've always been sensitive cancer. I'm a little bit of that crab hard outside, but I'm super, super sensitive on the inside. I'm, I get hurt easily. I'm really empathetic. I cry all the time. Like <laughs> I'm just very in touch with my emotions. And that is really hard sometimes to do that and to act in emotion and then not feel that shame after wishing that you could have been a little bit better or wishing that maybe you could have expressed myself. Like I always used to wish that I could have expressed myself better because I knew that the emotions I felt were genuine, but that the way that I communicated them wasn't the right way. And it didn't always come out the best way. And the best intentions are great, but when you, you also have to be able to explain what's going on. And something that I realized is I would act first, react first, all emotion. And then I would think about it later and feel shame and guilt being like, Nikki, so emotional. You're so emotional. You're so sensitive. And I was told this so often growing up, Nikki, you're so emotional. You're so sensitive. You're not very logical. And when you hear those things enough times, just like I said earlier, it becomes the narrative in your brain that you're too sensitive, that maybe you're too annoying, not good enough. For me, it's that I'm too sensitive. I don't have any logic. And what I did is that every time I would feel sensitive, quote unquote, too emotional, quote unquote, for what I felt like I should be, again, quote unquote, feeling, I would shame myself and be down on myself and critical of myself for feeling the way that I felt. How dare you feel that way? You're so sensitive, Nikki. And I don't know about you, but when you see someone kicking someone when they're down, what part of that makes you want to get back up, hold that person's hand and walk forward with them and do better? Because I had to, I made this switch a long time ago when I realized that my ego, while it's fear-based and it can be frustrating and it can keep me from doing things, it's there for a reason. You know, it's there to keep me safe. It's there to make sure that I'm cautious, that I don't make dumb decisions. And that's fair. It causes me to think a little bit harder about the decisions that I make. And for that, I love it. But I can't let it stop me or use those narratives against me when I am trying to excel in the conscious mind and as a higher version of myself to step into being that good version of myself and going after the things that I want to go after because being able to catch yourself talk when it's in the negative and reframe it and stop beating yourself up, take the judgment out, you will be amazed at how things in your life change, your perspective changes, your outlook on life changes because instead of giving yourself so much criticism, instead of beating yourself up just like every other person in the world would, you're allowing yourself some damn empathy. You give away so much of yourself to others, your energy, your time, 
your emotional strength, your help, your money, your car, your life. How much of that do you give to you? Because all the time when you're negative self-talk, it's likely because you're not very happy with yourself. You're not feeling fulfilled. You're not feeling comfortable in your own skin or feeling comfortable in your own brain. And a lot of that comes from just the way that you talk to yourself because you're the only person that's in there. You and your ego. So greet it as a friend. Look it in the eye and say, we have to find a way to work together here. Because when you do that and you can start experiencing life, experiencing maybe past emotions or past experiences and reprocessing them through this frame of understanding that you did the best that you could at the time and that the self-talk that you have now isn't going to bless you forward. It's not going to help you in moving forward and befriend yourself, create a relationship with that version of you so that you can help it up instead of kicking it when it's down, instead of bringing more shame, bring vulnerability, instead of fear, bring curiosity and just ask yourself, greet it as a friend and say, what can I learn from you? Why are you here? What are you trying to teach me? And how can I be more positive in my self-talk and empowering my self-talk so that we can work together to get me to the goals that I want to get to. For me today, it was recording two podcasts. And within 30 seconds of an introduction, I was already beating myself up. I was already focusing more on myself than on the purpose and on the impact that I wanted to make, which is just sharing the message that you're loved and you're cared about and that you should be confident in your skin and that the self-talk that you have should be positive. And yet there I was in my own negativity, in my own ego, allowing that to take over within 30 seconds, pulling it back onto myself and my own fear. And so when you get caught in these moments, if you're sitting in the chair, and you know that this is you right now, take yourself out of that jar for a second and ask yourself how you've been looking at things, how you've been talking to yourself. Are you empowering yourself or are you criticizing and shaming yourself for everything? Because Everything that has happened, happened for a reason. It's to teach you something. But if you're always criticizing yourself and beating yourself up when you're down, you'll never be able to help get yourself back up. And you teach people how to treat you by showing them how you treat yourself. So treat yourself like a damn friend. If you wouldn't say it to your sister, if you wouldn't say it to your brother, if you wouldn't say it to your best friend, why are you saying it to you? Why are you giving so much of yourself away to other people without giving yourself that same love? If anyone deserves your love, it's you. You are the only companion at the end of the day. You can have the best friends and family and all of that, but you are the only person who experiences your emotions, your life, your self-talk, your brain. You only get one to live in, so you might as well make it a really comfortable place to be. Stop beating yourself up. Help yourself. Give yourself that helping hand. Give yourself some understanding. Give yourself the empathy that you so badly want from other people that you give to others. Give it to yourself. Allow yourself 
to be okay in your own brain. So often I talk to friends or I talk to family and they're trying to put the, trying to put it outside of themselves, that they need this gratification or that they need this validation from other people. And I know that for a long time I did as well. But when I learned that giving myself the validation gave me that freedom that I so badly wanted the validation of others from, I stopped looking for it from others. Because when I'm my own best friend and when I'm vulnerable with myself and I'm willing to look my fears in the eye, I can get up and be more self-assured and be more confident in the steps taking forward because I know my faults. I've accepted them. I see them. And I'm not perfect, but I'm doing the best that I can. And so when I caught myself in that moment of really terrible self-talk, calling myself dumb, I said, Nikki, no, we're not doing that. This is, you are doing more than the scared version of yourself who wouldn't have even turned on the mic right now to talk. That is what matters. It's not perfect. It is scary. It is out of my comfort zone. But it's not about me. It's about the impact that I want to make, the, the story that I want to share. And I was able to just stop myself. And it was like a lightning moment of, I have to share this right now. I cannot wait. I didn't even do an intro because I was that invested. So if you take anything away from this, it's please stop being so critical about everything that happens. Start treating yourself with some empathy. Start giving yourself the love that you want from others and just see what blossoms there. See the goodness that comes from that. Start giving yourself love and understanding when you're in these moments of self-doubt, when the self-criticism comes in, stop yourself and say, no more. I am doing the best I can. I'm taking imperfect action and I'm doing it on purpose. I'm not doing it for myself. I'm doing it on purpose because I have bigger things I'm trying to accomplish. And I guarantee you, everything in your life will shift in those moments. Correct yourself, talk, and everything else will change along with it. I swear. I know. I know. It was a good one, huh? But we're short and sweet today, and I'm going to leave you with that. Keep yourself talk as you would a best friend. Be gentle, be empathetic, be encouraging. You got this. So go out and have a good rest of your day and stop being so mean to my friend. <laughs>